0: Welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors over at and Thank you for joining us. Uh, you can follow our Twitter feed, at Enthusias and our YouTube channel, where all of our video content and uh, Let's Plays resides, is channel Enthusiax. Uh I'm your host, Jeff, or Baron Fang, and today I am joined by two Point Streak stalwarts. Um, we have got we have uh, Goose. Hello, all. And uh once again joining us is uh Greg. How are you, Greg?
1: Hey there enthusiasts. Welcome to Hero Talk. I'm your host, Judge Greg. Joining me today Oh <laughs> shoot, no it's yours, isn't it? Force
0: of habit. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's like a reflex. Get him in yeah. front of a mic and <laughs> set him loose. Uh yeah. well let's uh let's hit up what, what has everybody been playing? How about you, Goose? What's been uh what's what have you been what games you've been tearing into recently?
2: Reason we haven't been getting back into Fallout 3, haven't played it in a couple of years, so getting back into that, and um, GTA 5, actually.
0: Okay, uh, both 360? Uh, PS3, actually. Oh, okay, alright. Uh, how about you, Greg? Uh,
2: well, not a thing,
1: actually, <laughs> and because it it's baseball season, so I've been uh. watching watching baseball most nights. Um, but I guess before baseball season started, since I do have an answer to the question, uh, mm. I did play uh, Bioshock Infinite. Ah, uh, both the regular game and I did the uh, buried at sea DLCs.
0: Right. Okay. Cool. And you—you uh, nice. you had obviously sampled the uh, the previous games and.
1: Uh... Yeah, I was actually I was a, I was a big fan of Bioshock, and I was
0: one of the three people that were fans of Bioshock too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't hear much love for that. That's a that's a surprising to hear that.
1: Um, yeah, I just I don't get it because I was you know I was actually pretty into it, so I, I'm. I guess I can see where people are coming from in that it definitely took everyone's least favorite part of Bioshock and made that stretch the whole game of Bioshock <laughs> too. Yeah. So I get it. I do, but I actually kind of liked it and got into it quite a bit. and uh, I don't know. I actually, I think I got a little bit behind the protagonist more in Bioshock 2 than in Bioshock, which is weird because you were a big daddy. So you would think yeah. he'd be, he'd have less to relate to, but it, it, I related to him more. So
0: I didn't get very far in the first Bioshock, but I, I didn't have even an impression of the main character of that yeah. game, much less uh, any, uh, any um, sympathy for him. Um, If I'm not mistaken, I think Bioshock Infinite was a free gold download recently, so a lot of people have probably picked that up uh, in the last couple of months.
1: Yeah, I bought with her a Game of the Year edition that had the DLCs with it. Uh,
0: Okay. Well, today uh, we are here to talk about, say, another series... um, and uh, that reminds me, maybe we'll look at Bioshock as a franchise down the line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we, I, we I, I seem to be the only one who hasn't played it. We definitely have a lot of people on Enthusiasts.com that uh, love, love it and have played it uh, recently. Uh, but we, today we are here to talk about uh, the Arkham series, the Batman Arkham series, um, which has been developed largely by a studio called Rocksteady. And I have to ask off the top, had anyone heard of Rocksteady prior to this game? <laughs>
1: that's a negative no
0: no i had not i had to look this up their first game was from 2006 and it was called urban chaos riot response anyone heard of that
1: (laughs) actually holy cow yes i have
0: (laughs) yeah me too i had no idea that was that's a rock no clue yeah Wow. Yeah, I, I've never even seen a screenshot of it. I saw a really bad uh, cover of what just basically looks like a guy in a riot suit. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know how you go for I don't even know if they were under the Warner Brothers banner at that point or, or anything. So... Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, think it's easy to, I think it's probably easy to conclude that somebody was taking a bit of a leap of faith <laughs> when, when uh, they gave them the keys to uh, the Arkham series, um, which is, of course, published by Warner uh, with mixed results.
2: Bit Not of a afterwards. fun fact, Rocksteady is also a genre of music in Jamaica. Yeah, and, but I throw that in. I
0: would only ever heard of Rocksteady prior to that as a uh, as as one of the uh, anthropomorphic uh, mutant animals in, uh, that worked for Shredder. I can't even remember right. which one. Was it the Rhino that was Rocksteady? Rocksteady? Was the Rhino oh, okay. and yeah. Bob
1: was the uh, the warthog?
0: Well, I'm gonna go ahead and and uh, just uh, assume that that was their inspiration for calling the studio that because I, <laughs> I it's not anywhere in the wiki. But uh yeah, so 2009 was the uh, was the first game in the series, Arkham Asylum. and I, I might before, before we delve into that, I, I might just ask a general question Pri- prior to this game coming out, uh, it, it had been a while I'm just speaking for myself, it had been a long time since I'd played a comic book based video game that had really done anything for me. Uh, and after I'd played it, I'd concluded this is the best comic book video game I've ever played. <laughs> uh, did you two have similar reactions to this game uh, when you played it? I'll, I'll how about start yep. with you goose Like was were you blown away by this game like I was like j- in the context of the fact that it was based on a comic book in particular?
2: Oh yes. and it's uh... comic books in particular, with Batman, have gotten really bad game treatments. I think up until the Arkham series, the only good Batman game had been the one that came out all the way back on the NES. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to have to go ahead and
1: disagree with you here, Goose. uh, (laughs) Oh. Because because, uh, since the game had been released on the NES, there actually was another very good Batman game that had been released on the Super NES, uh, and that was the movie tie-in to Batman Returns.
0: Oh, Which was uh, the arcade okay.
1: uh, double dragon beat 'em up style game yeah. that was actually extremely fun and probably my favorite game of that generation.
0: Yes, and I, I believe uh, that was mentioned on our uh, hero talk. Uh, it was. J-Rai it was. Bird it Flight. was my favorite part of
1: the Batman Returns movie. In fact,
0: <laughs> was the video game It Was the video game tie-in?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> But yeah, Greg, you you've you obviously have uh, read and and enjoyed the Batman character before uh, before yeah. Arkham. W- yes. Was this was this every bit of, a, a revela- revelation for you as it was for for me? Uh, you
1: know, it it was. And let me let me just take you back and and tell a story, Judge Greg style <laughs> here. So I I have basically played just about every single Batman game that has come out for anything that I've owned. And I'm I'm sure I've missed one or two, but I I think I've done pretty good. And there was a time uh, way back, and I think we're talking like 2002, 2003, when uh, a little game that, that many people skipped for good reason called Batman Dark Tomorrow was coming out.
0: Hmm.
1: And that game looked, uh, I mean, it, it was promising a lot of the stuff that Arkham was promising. And so that game was absolutely terrible, borderline unplayable. I beat the entire thing, which was, which just goes nice. to show how much a labor of love i have for anything batman related it was it was truly horrible it was a comic tie and it was like arkham in that it wasn't tied to any specific property it was just a uh a batman game and so when you fast forward to 2008 when i'm starting to see the hype for this game building up and i was i was extremely nervous because a lot of these promises were the same things that i was seeing for dark tomorrow like <laughs> it's going to be stealth based and you know, the you know, active combo and free flow combat and you could use your gadgets. I'm like, I, I've heard all this before. And let me tell you, like it didn't work in in Arkham uh, or not in Arkham in uh, in Dark Tomorrow. Dark Tomorrow. Like there'd be things like you would you'd be falling down a cliff. And so while you're falling, you're trying to like hit the shoulder button, to try to cycle through your bat- gadgets. So you can get the grapple so you can like, you know, grapple onto something before you die. And it never worked, and then you ascend so slowly, and then Batman, like, you can't quite jump off the grapple right, so you usually have to fall a couple more times catch yourself before. It, I mean, like, the controls were terrible, and it had the stupid um, mechanic that a lot of Batman games had back then, where you knock a guy on the ground, and if you don't put the back cuffs on him, he gets right back up again. <laughs> uh, like, two different games had this. Batman Vengeance did the same thing, and so did Dark Tomorrow. And it oh, was wow. extremely frustrating, and and the stealth was horrible because when Batman was in his crouch, uh, he would move so painfully slow that you, you couldn't really sneak up on a guy, uh, which you contrast that to Arkham. So I was extremely nervous yeah. uh, and extremely skeptical and it didn't really turn around with me until I went to a GameStop, and they had the uh, the the combat demo, oh. and it was it was just basically the 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 challenge maps, but it was just the ones like right out right at the first part of the game with like the uh, the yeah, Arkham and, and the cage map. yeah, yeah in, the, in the lobby there. And so I, I decided, like, well, you know what? I do like Batman. It was one of those, and this is as sad as it is for me. I'm like, I'm going to buy this game regardless, so at least I might <laughs> as well check out the combat now. So I'm that guy. So I'm the one you have to thank because I bought all those other games. And I played it, and I just couldn't get over just how good it worked and how, how just phenomenal mm. and, and graceful the combat was. And so I think from that moment, I was sold, and I was just like, even no matter what else... This combat is not only the best for any Batman game I've ever played, but the best from any action game I'd ever played. Mm. And then once once I actually played the interactive demo, which they don't do anymore, but that's a shame. But yeah, when I when I played that and actually got to play like my first Predator encounter, mm-hmm. I was sold, and I I just basically said I this demo is probably the best Batman game I've ever played, <laughs> and so I just can't wait to play the full game. And of course, it, it didn't disappoint. And so that was that was sort of my my expectations going in and my mindset going in and just how absolutely blown away I was by by Arkham Asylum yeah
0: yeah, it had a big, a big impression on me, too. I, I was hearing a lot of... Um, I, for almost a year, I, I hadn't tried it. Almost two years, in fact. And uh, i have been hearing from a lot of people, oh, it's great, oh, it's great. And, you know, I'd been stung a lot of times. I'd played a lot of video game tie-ins. Uh, I You know, I played the somewhat disappointing Spider-Man game on the Dreamcast, which was also on PlayStation. And, you know, just a, a comic book character-type combat system working in 3D in an environment that, sh- you know, where you should be able to just move around freely and, and, um, and, you know, combo and, and, and take out multiple enemies like you would expect them to be able to do. It doesn't sound like that hard a concept to pull off, but, uh, I mean, judging from that dark tomorrow game, it's possible to get it completely wrong <laughs> yeah. in three dimensions. So. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll say, uh, I'll say right off the bat, I think the idea, I mean, b- both as someone who, uh, enjoys the Arkham Asylum, um, concept in, in the comics uh, and and as just a video game fan i think the idea they had to set this game in arkham asylum was brilliant that's part of the reason why it worked so well because it it was a believable reason you know you, you know how you play games where the the flow from a to b in terms of the the the, the rooms that you go through it doesn't always make sense Ar- arkham is one of those rare games where it, it really works like you, you know you're you know, I'm I'm in the asylum for a reason. That you know, stuff goes down, and the game involves me basically completely within the confines of, of Arkham Asylum. And oh, all these enemies are here because, of course, they're in here. <laughs> so that's where they keep all the uh, the supervillains in in in, um, in Gotham City. So I mean, am, am I wrong? Is that is that one of the main? Re- I'll start with you, Goose. Is that one of the main reasons why this game works so well? Is because of the setting?
2: Yes, in my opinion, absolutely, and I do like the little throw-ins they put in to like for people who like the larger DC universe. Like they give an explanation why no one would be coming in to help Batman, because, uh, for example, Joker has the bombs around Gotham City; he's going to detonate if anyone else comes in. Whenever um, Robin shows up, Batman tells him, you need to go into Gotham, I've got this. I like those little touches that instead of just being, it's a video game, you're on your own. They yeah. actually did put a thing in the narrative that explained it. Yeah. And that's what made the game, in my opinion, work so well.
0: Were you a fan of the uh, that Arkham sort of mythos, uh, pr- you know, from the comics and from previous games at all, Greg? Or like, did this oh, seem yeah. like a, a good choice to you?
1: It it did. Now I, I'm going to caveat with that, and I hate to be the broken record, but there was a very prominent Arkham Asylum level in Batman: Dark Tomorrow. Ah, okay. So I've also seen this concept go horribly, horribly <laughs> wrong. <laughs> So I, I can't say I was immediately sold on it because like, again I, I have seen them say like oh we're gonna se- we're gonna send you to Arkham and seen that just be a lot of really boring corridors and and whatnot. Yeah. And so I think what what really kind of impressed me uh, playing the game was that when when they tried to stress that because it's on Arkham we can make it a densely packed environment. Yeah. So you're in you're in a living breathing Arkham Asylum and it didn't quite feel like. Just hallways and corridors. Like you had the whole island and, and whatnot, and it actually yeah, it worked really well for me there. Um, I really liked the tie-ins to some of the lore. Mm. Uh, there was a couple of graphic novels uh, that were Arkham based that uh, this it tied very heavily into, and I yeah. think uh, yeah, Officer Cash is one of the main characters in one of those books who isn't featured very prominently outside of that graphic novel, yeah. and then he plays a huge role in the Arkham series just. Yeah. And, uh, well, there's a few so, do-
0: doctors and psychiatrists and people like that that are oh, relatively yeah. small character, who characters who pop up in here too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So I was a, uh, I, w- I was a big fan of seeing those characters again outside of just that one individual comic. And mm-hmm. it's it's a fascinating world when you get it right. Um, you just, I've seen it done wrong, so it's not it it's not a it's not a no brainer. You can still take something yeah. as interesting and fascinating as Arkham Asylum and screw it up. But I think yeah. when you give it the right amount of respect and the right attention then you can really pull a a lot of just a a lot of grit and a lot of content out of out of arkham and something that actually is probably the most interesting aspect of uh, gotham city
0: yeah yeah um how much credit do we have to give to the writers i mean they they did the smart thing of hiring actual comic book writers Mm -hmm. uh paul dini being the one that comes to mind i don't pretend to know anything about paul dini but i know that he's a respected uh writer for uh that that has written batman before i mean is goose for you was the this is a great action game we've been going on about that a lot but how good is the writing here it it's it's one of the
2: highlights for me how about you it feels like they literally took a comic book and put it into a game world, which is something that a lot of games try and, frankly, fail at. Because not only, yes, the combat's good and all that, but it's the story that makes you care enough to keep playing. Just a good beat 'em up is not going to necessarily keep somebody as invested as the Arkham City does.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Greg, you've you've probably got more than a few Batman comics and graphic novels under your belt. Like does this a, a few, yeah. Does it? <laughs> the, the, where does the, Where does the writing rate for you? I mean, for me, it's as good as any comic, a uh, Batman comic I've read personally.
1: It, it is. It is. It's it's right there with any Batman comic I've read. And uh, Paul Dini, actually, I think most people probably know him best for his work on batman the animated series
0: right okay uh
1: i think he probably more so than his work in comic books though he's done both but i think that's where people really kind of draw to the guy and this i mean it felt sort of in the same vein and the same type of world now obviously it was it was the comic book world and it was in in the first game at least still trying to kind of fit in with comic book lore before it kind of created its own but right i mean it was the writing was top notch and i don't i don't think you can speak the praises enough because they they not only made the action work and, and made the gameplay work and actually make things flow together but the the story that was piecing things together now i it wasn't oscar worthy i'm going to say that like hmm. anytime you have a character that says it's over and have the other character respond well it's only just begun yeah or, you're not breaking <laughs> new ground that's been done before however uh you still it 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 worked and it was a a comic book story that yeah. that actually got, got with the play well and in a video game world
0: yeah i i, I really believe that it stands al- alone i mean as much as i i i get what you mean about uh that um it does um it does pay homage homage i should say to the uh both the animated series and try to intersect with the co- with the comics but i think it also stands alone as a as a pretty strong piece of work and uh, as we'll get to a spoiler later it also has some fairly significant developments that uh that in a in a worse title would feel completely disconnected but uh they 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 feel kind of legitimate in a game this good um how much uh, goose were you a fan of the animated series oh yes how much i know that greg is how much credibility do you think it lends that they got as many of uh, the voice actors uh, across did that did that really help sell it for you
2: oh yes definitely Having in particular Mark Hamill and yeah. Kevin Conroy come back, those were the main two you needed to have to have that level of credibility. Yeah, yeah.
0: and and Greg, I, I assume you noticed all the, uh, the, the 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 you know the people that they carried across as well, and that. Uh, yeah, in and, fact, uh, I I also and I
1: have to be this guy, and I apologize in <laughs> advance, but I'm the guy who liked Arlene Sorkin as Harley Quinn because she was from the comic book series, and then got a little. I'm not going to say miffed, but a little maybe off put ever so slightly. It's not like I'm going to sit there and point my finger at the screen and say no, but Tara Strong replaced uh, Arlene Sorkin as the voice of Harley Quinn. In, in all the the subsequent uh, editions of the Batman Arkham universe. And I was not a fan of that because I'm so used to hearing Arlene Sorkin. that yeah. As good a job as Tara Strong can do, yeah. I can hear the difference and I miss Arlene.
0: Well, we'll get to that difference with another voice uh, in, 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 in a <laughs> yeah. minute. Um, the... Uh... Obviously, a lot of the combat and the uh, and the mechanics, like you know, the grappling up to the gargoyles and stuff like that, gets carried across or and or improved uh, in in the subsequent games. Um, I and uh, I'm sure if Vernon were with us, he would he would be bringing this up. Do you, have you? Am I the only one who's been seeing this game start to influence other games in in a good way? <laughs> Like uh, Goose, have you have you had the experience like I have of playing a game since playing Ar- the Arkham series and, and feeling that a little bit of that uh, DNA uh, or uh, in- inspiration in terms of uh, uh, things that they've carried across and um, uh, I mean I I know you've you've seen the Unity trailers I assume Goose Oh yes Are you, I'm I'm pretty sure I remember you saying something about how uh, yeah I'm seeing a bit of uh, Arkham here <laughs> in, uh, in Yeah you can Assassin's definitely Creeps tell. Game.
2: You can definitely tell that when Arkham Asylum came out that a lot of concepts people were going to latch on to. In particular, definitely the Assassin's Creed series yeah. has definitely taken a page from the Arkham playbook. And ironically, um, the Lord of the Rings game that just came out, The Shadow of Mordor, yeah. definitely took a lot of pages from the Arkham playbook. And I feel like that when you take something that's good in a game and spread it around, all the better for us gamers because we get yeah. more of what's good. Yeah
0: you you must have uh, i don't know whether you've seen that syndicate trailer not unity i was referring to greg but there for me there was more than a few yeah there's, there's batman stuff going on in this Yeah trailer. i'm um
1: I've haven't actually played or seen much footage from the games that I hear borrow a lot from Arkham. Mm. I uh I kind of after Assassin's Creed 2, I kind of felt a little Assassin's Creeded out and haven't <laughs> picked it up since. Um but I, I keep hearing that it's going around and Shadows of Mordor is actually one of those games that's that's on my short list that I'd really like to play and yeah. I, I hear a lot of good things about it and that it got a lot of inspiration from the Arkham series. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um he uh <laughs> I have been meaning to ask uh, this this for a while, but uh, I thought maybe this is better fodder for a, for a podcast. Um, is there is there a comic book char- not to get off topic, but is there a comic book character out there that I'll add, I'll ask each of you and I'll give you mine as well. Is there a comic book character that you would like to see get the Arkham treatment? Arrow. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to say that. Yeah. But that's a good, that is a really good example. I mean, even though our arrow is a, is, has a lot of range combat to him, Mm -hmm. you could, you could see that work. Definitely. Oh yeah.
1: It's, it's not that, that far of a, of a stretch really. It's just, you kind of tweak the system a little bit so we can use arrows, but he does a lot of hand to hand combat style and, I, I just I want to see that. If I, I don't you know I know a lot of people want them to like scratch out into some of the more super powered heroes, but mm. I kind of want to say keep it in your wheelhouse and give me a really good arrow game. I'd love to play that.
0: Yeah, How about you, goose? Is there a, is there a character? It doesn't have to be Marvel or DC that you just would love to see get that you know and I, And I agree with you, Greg, that street level sort of character, if that's the right word for it, I think is is the, is the best fit for uh, an Arkham type game mechanic.
2: I actually have two I'd like to see. Either Daredevil. Oh, yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. Or,
2: or Captain America. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. with Cap, you go more into the superpowers, admittedly, but Daredevil in particular, I think they could do a really good job with. And to be yeah. blunt, neither of those characters have really gotten a good game.
0: No, I, I absolutely agree. And wouldn't that be brilliant in the wake of the successful. Uh... Netflix series to think that Marvel would go hey why not you know like yeah. they don't they don't even it doesn't even have to be as big a scope as um, as Arkham does in terms of like the cast of characters and stuff it, it could be a you know it could be a lot more grounded and even a bit more linear and I, I think it could really work um, Daredevil was one of my choices as well, but also Spider-Man in a big bad way. I I, I think you could oh yeah that. that could work particularly when you you know start thinking about the grappling and the fl- you know flinging yourself through the city and stuff like that. Like uh, the, Spider-Man's had a lot of movie tie-in games, and every time I see one, all I hear is it's like you know one third of the way there to a good game, one quarter of the way there to a good game. Sp- Spider-Man's such a fun character when you think of his combat. You know uh, he's quick he's fast he's strong um and he beats up a lot of thugs (laughs) you know it just just, and you know the webbing and all that it would work really well uh but um we haven't seen it yet and you know that dreamcast game that i mentioned earlier was you know it, it 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 i can kind of get what they were going for but between the camera not working properly and just the the fact that until you got to the Arkham game i hadn't really played a game that allowed you to fight large groups like that so well that's the magic that they really managed to get right you know yeah um and i'd love to see and dare but i agree with you guys daredevil would be a brilliant uh, example mm-hmm. um well moving on a little bit uh to arkham city um now uh the, the, did, did you guys um i'll, I'll start with you greg because you probably in fact almost definitely played it first um yeah you know, but and by the way did you play the like game of the year edition or did you buy like play it piecemeal uh and DLC later and all that sort of yes,
1: stuff. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Y- yes, I did. <laughs> um,
0: g- given that the, co- as far as I'm aware, I, I, the concept of Arkham City was unique to this writing of the video game universe. I, I don't know that that was something that was lifted from the comics or not. You
1: know? No, it was it was pretty unique. Uh, and in effect, was hinted at in Arkham Asylum. Oh. Uh, I'd love to tell you I was savvy enough to have caught that on my own, but I did not. I okay. read about it later. But it was, it was hinted at in, in Arkham Asylum. But yeah, it was kind of a, a unique idea that hadn't come to fruition in the comic books. Yeah. And I think I've seen it in some form or another start to peak up in, in other yeah. uh, Batman universes. I know um, most prominently in the TV show Gotham, yeah. they have their whole Arkham City area where Arkham Asylum is at. And it's kind of, huh. well, not the exact same deal. Like you're seeing the, the, the title Arkham City start to show up in other, other Batman lore. Yeah.
0: I guess my question is: Did you buy it? I mean, we, you know, sequels—you inevitably have to go bigger, <laughs> yeah. and they, you know, Arkham spilling over until you know a few city blocks or whatever the hell it was—was uh, was their way of doing it. Uh, did did it work for you? That 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 sort of twist, um, and, and the whole, you know, the concept of him in the comics, Hugo Strange is well known to him in yeah. in this game. He's an unknown commodity. Uh, did, did all that wor- did, did city work for you? Like, was this was that concept as uh, as fresh as, as the asylum one was for you?
1: Oh well, if if the question is, did I buy it? In fact, did I did I believe the concept that that would work? Yeah. No, I did not. I thought it was I thought it was a little silly. <laughs> and I'm like, this is this is the dumbest idea ever. No one's ever going to go for this. You don't take all these super powered evil yeah. people and just throw up a couple of walls and be like, well, nothing bad can ever possibly happen because of this. Yeah. Uh, but then, I mean, at the same time, I I wanted to play in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. When they when they say, "Oh, so all the villains are in this one like island that's completely bordered off from the rest of of Gotham." And while I'm saying like they would never do that, no town ordinance would ever get it. That's so unrealistic. <laughs> but I totally want to be Batman in this world you've created. Yeah. So I guess it was one of those where I hit the I believe button because I wanted to play that game and I yeah. wanted to play in that setting.
2: Yeah. Uh, how about you, I feel like a better idea for doing it would have been to have the the people had broken out of the asylum, and so people were putting – they put the walls up, but like it's sort of like a gang war. They're trying to get out. The city's trying to keep them in. Yeah. That kind yeah. of deal. Instead of just, yeah, like, like Greg said, here, you're all here, and everything's fine. Move along. That didn't – I didn't buy it, but like Greg said, I wanted to play in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I have to admit, I kind of had the same reaction. I also didn't much care for the contrivance to get uh, Bruce Wayne uh, into the... <laughs> into
1: yeah, it. that was a little... Yeah. I mean, because when you think about it, really all he's got to do is just fly the Bat plane overhead and just drop in yeah. like yeah. he did with his suit. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. that that's all it really would have taken. So that... that yeah. idea, I don't know in, in case... I, I I don't know really how you justify it. Maybe he's trying to size up Hugo Strange. I don't know. Hmm. Well Maybe it never really paid try...
2: off the whole Hugo Strange knows who Batman is thing. It just kinda of brought up at the beginning. But then Batman's still doing his thing, so it's not like he's worried about Hugo revealing his identity, so it just yeah. kinda of felt right. forced. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was it was definitely a little odd. and he's like, Oh, you should not stop, or I'll reveal your identity and then you know, Batman just keeps keeps going on. Yeah. He goes like, Oh, well, I, I I didn't ever really plan on doing that. I guess he called my bluff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Now, one thing I did like in particular, seeing this game as a continuance of the first, is it didn't force you to get back every single. Ability that you had unlocked in in the first game. I I could I could be wrong, but a, a, a significant number of the of the features that you had to earn in Asylum were standard at you know at the beginning or at least very early on. And they added on top of that. As, as far as the combat, for me, it was just an improvement, uh, pretty much across the board. Uh, I mean, Goose, w- w- was it just more? bigger and better in terms of uh, the, the the combats, the combos, and, and everything for you? Or w- was there anything that they uh, got wrong in City as far as the, the uh, gameplay experience?
2: I agree with you. I feel like it was everything that Arkham Asylum was, and then they improved upon it, hmm. which is a lot more difficult, I think, than a lot of people realize because sometimes when you try to make something better, you wind up screwing it up. Yeah. yeah. So i got to give them definite props for being able to improve it taking away what made it good yeah
0: is there something about it that you that you really found to be a a step a step up greg or like you know a, a bug isn't the right word but just yeah. something they improved ab- upon in the in the first from the first game from the first um
1: game? i mean i guess in terms of combat i actually i was a big fan uh, in in this game about just having a lot of those gadgets and then getting a lot of them later mm-hmm. um I don't. I can't really think of anything right off the top of my head. I will say, and, and this is probably about the only time you're going to hear me say something negative about the series, is that it was a little more daunting having such a, a, a breadth of, of time between when I finished Arkham Asylum and started Arkham City, and all of a sudden here I am with all these tools I don't quite remember how to use yeah, yeah. in this giant city. I definitely, I there was this one moment where y- you finally get the bat suit on, and I'm looking around like, now go here, and this the whole expansive cities in front of me. I'm like, Oh, there's a lot out there, and I yeah. don't know all of what I'm doing, so... Yeah, it
0: was a little bit yeah. daunting. I mean, I get that in most open world types or yeah. sandbox-types games, but uh, by the end of it, I knew every nook and cranny of the, d- the damn map, <laughs> yeah. but, but particularly get, because I did manage to get, I think, somewhere close to 200 of the damn uh, Riddler statues, uh, <laughs> which took some... Oh, burning. yeah. Uh, I, I, as
1: many as I needed to get the Riddler, and then yeah. I stopped. Yeah.
0: Oh, that was that was sweet, yeah. getting that. <laughs> that. Yeah. Because I don't know about you guys, but he was so annoying in the second game that I wanted to beat the crap out of him. Oh, I, I Taking
1: him down like was
0: so satisfying.
1: <laughs> it was nice. And it helps having Catwoman around, yeah. too, because oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't think her trophies counted against the total, but they definitely counted towards the number you got in order to get to him. They so did,
0: yeah, yeah. I didn't
1: have to do all of all of like the challenge ones because I had Catwoman to kind of fill in the gaps yeah. and get me enough trophies to get the Riddler.
0: um how did you feel about the uh the you know the, the fact that the joker was um you know inst- the joker was undoubtedly the primary villain of the of the first game uh primary antagonist how did you feel about the fact that he was um a secondary uh i mean he wasn't unimportant to the second game but he you know he, he wasn't the only um Big big factor, and you know, then throwing Razagul al and all that stuff as well. There, there's. Uh, did did it add something to you, Goose, to to have um, you know, as you would expect in a sequel, to have Batman uh, sort of increase the number of primary uh, antagonists, or
2: honestly, in this game, I felt like it was more the Joker's part in particular it was something more you'd expect the Joker to do. Yeah, I never really see the Joker as the um, take over the world, kind of guy, yeah. like he was in Arkham Asylum. Whereas in Arkham City, they really do do a good job of showing the Joker as he is in the comics, which is basically someone who doesn't who isn't afraid of anything yeah. and who's using what he's got basically just to screw with people. Yeah, yeah.
0: how about you, Greg? The, the, you know, the joke there's significant sections of that game where the Joker's kind of like, you know. Off to the side, did that? Did that change your perception of the game at all? Him being, you know, a little bit downplayed, or was that just? Did you enjoy the mix of adversaries? Or? You
1: know, it's kind of nice. I, I I already had a game where it was it was me against the Joker, and yeah. and I had a uh, I I have another game looking forward to when I at the time I was playing this where I was me against the Joker. Spoilers, um, but <laughs> I. It I just kind of felt like it was it's the Joker was there and I got to have my fun with him but it was kind of nice having some some other people to worry about too so it wasn't just this constant I'm gonna get the Joker and where's the Joker and you know I I, I like the variety
0: yeah um, and. Speaking of spoilers, uh, this game's more than a few years old, so <laughs> I think we're well within our right to discuss an important point about this one. And uh, point
1: Streak is a spoiler podcast, yes. while we try to keep it to the topic at yeah. hand. Anything that's been released is considered fair game <laughs> and on the table.
0: Um, obviously, big news uh, at the end of this game that the Joker, in fact, dies. And you know, it right up until the end, uh, it looks like there's a chance for him to be. You know, there's that vial that's available uh you know right right up until the end that that would save him and then he dies it's um, a bo- uh, i mean obviously a bold choice and and for the first time, them really cementing the fact that yes, there's going to be some significant differences between this universe and the comic in terms of continuity. Anyway, well, I mean, what was your reaction, Goose? Were were you skeptical? Uh, was it, did you li- did you like the way they put it off? I I have to admit the it uh, it was uh, it was a shock, but uh, I I like that they were willing to do something very uncomic booky and make something permadeath for me like.
2: Yes, I agree. Personally, I felt like it was the right way to go. And I like the fact that, essentially, Joker alts himself, because it's him not being willing to just Take five seconds and relax. Yeah. That ends up screwing him in the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so something can't, I something can't I help noticed, Yeah. Something yeah. I actually noticed on my second playthrough, right at the beginning, it has the picture of Cain of and Abel. Yeah. And then at the end, you see Batman is in the exact same position carrying the Joker. I never actually noticed that the first time I played it, but upon subsequent huh. playthroughs, I've put that one together. And yeah. thought, you know, that's a nice bit of foreshadowing. You don't see that much in particularly writing for video games, anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, great. Uh, we, you've read enough comics as have I to know yeah. that no one's dead forever. <laughs> but this, this seems to be, uh, and, and from what everything we've heard from Rocksteady and, and Warner, this they seem to be tre- treating this as a plot point uh, that that is uh, going to carry over and not be a. Uh, a, a twist, uh, and you know, was, was, did you find that refreshing? Did, you know, you... it was, it was, it was
1: very refreshing. I think one of one of the things. Now, I liked Arkham Asylum, and it, I probably my favorite game in the series. But <laughs> I, I, one of the things that I, I could say about the game is that you know, so you play this whole game, and Batman does all this stuff, and all he really does is just put the status quo right back where it belongs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone goes right back to normal and we're like, Oh, well now I just continue on doing the same things that we do in the comics all, all the time. And yeah, you know, it's, so it was kind of nice that in this game, there was actually some, some finality to some of it. Now, we haven't played Arkham Knight yet. For all we know, Joker's Arkham Knight, and I could be sounding like a moron right now praising the permit permanent decisions. But yeah, uh, I I hope they don't try to play that. It was actually Joker all along twice. Yeah. But uh, I, uh, I I I liked how it ended. Now I had heard a lot of negative stuff about the ending to this game yeah. before I got to it. I actually um. It was a game I started, and then life kind of got in the way, and so there was a pretty significant gap between when I started it and when I finished it.
0: An interruption. Uh, Yeah,
1: Yeah. and so I ended up hearing a lot of stuff about the ending. Now, I didn't really know what was going to happen. I'd kind of gotten an inkling that Joker was going to die because of some of the people getting so upset about it, and it seemed like the sort of thing that would upset people. So I had had, um, an inkling that that was possible. I didn't know for sure, so it was not like it was spoiled for me, but... Uh, and I just heard p- many people talking about it, and it was making uh, the lists of everybody's least favorite endings. That was going on a lot back then, due to some other games that we're not talking about now. And
2: <laughs> and so I was
1: I was kind of bracing for it. And then when I finally saw it, I was like, you know, I think this is probably the best ending you can get to a game like this. Mm. To actually show some finality to it and to actually, like, kind of put this rivalry between the two of them to bed. And I love, just like Goose said, and this is probably my favorite part, is that it's it, Batman didn't kill the Joker. The Joker killed the Joker. He couldn't yeah. help himself. Even yeah. if it meant that he could live, he couldn't pass up an opportunity to stab Batman in the arm, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, The and, the, um, and, uh, and carrying forward... They actually, uh, for people who haven't played the DLC wouldn't realize this, but they actually carried the consequences of that through to some of the post, uh, well, the DLC you're supposed to play, post. um, Harley (laughs) Quinn, the, well... I I want to call it Harley Quinn's, but it was the, the Robin one, wasn't it? Or, yeah, it was, it was yeah. Harley's revenge. I think is what yeah. it was called. And while it had shortcomings <laughs> and was extremely linear, uh, I was really impressed with the fact that it started off with like, you know, how's he doing? Not so well type, <laughs> yeah. type conversations. I, I like that quite a bit. Um, I, I, I appreciate when DLC builds on the story or adds to rather than feels like it was excised from, uh, Um, And we'll (laughs) we'll come to that in a moment when we start talking theoretically about uh, about um, uh, about Arkham Knight. Um, I I do want to cover Origins quickly uh, because Craig's uh, actually hold on, Goose. I'm not clear. Have you played Origins at all? I have. Yes. Oh, you have. Okay. All right. I wasn't i wasn't aware well i have not and i didn't largely because one i'm not i wasn't really interested in origin story uh i heard it was extremely buggy i heard it wasn't in rocksteady's hands and i i just wasn't hearing very i was also hearing that they had quote unquote screwed up the combo system and that didn't really uh sit well with me either even though i admit like Deadshot and other characters like that did sound. Uh, wait a minute, is it Deadshot that I'm thinking of? Who's the one, who is the badass character that was barely in Origins that everyone was Deathstroke. talking about? Deathstroke. <laughs> that that it was, sounded interesting, but I mean, um, <clears throat> I, I I hear nothing but disappointing things about Origins, and I and I was very pissed off when I heard Warner's attitude towards, oh, we're not going to bother to fix it because that's just frankly bullshit. Um, I mean, what. <laughs> I'll I'll just ask you guys, since I have no perspective on it, how do you feel about it, Goose? Does it it measure up to the other games, or was it just a poor, sort of phoned-in substitute?
2: Well, I feel what really disappointed a lot of people, myself included, is back in 2012, Rocksteady had announced that they were working on a game that wouldn't necessarily be a follow-up to Arkham City. It would be about the um, Silver Age. It oh. would feature um Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, The Flash, and Batman. Yeah. And it would all it would be about like the first time that Batman came against the Joker in relation to the Justice League. Now that game obviously was canceled when Warner Brothers decided to go off on their own and make Origin. Right. And Rocksteady started working on what is now Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was what made the first wave of disappointment was people like me who were looking really forward to that game. When it got canceled, we were like, we don't care what comes next. That's very disappointing. Yeah. (laughs) And with Origin, I feel like bugs aside, because, yeah, there were a lot of bugs. Some of them even game breaking. Mm. But bugs aside, I do feel like it's it's sort of a watered-down Arkham experience. It's not bad. It's just not nearly as good as what we had gotten before.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, G- Greg. Um, I'll, I'll ask you the same question. And also, uh, does it feel like does it feel like they've actually captured the essence of this being a younger, less experienced Batman earlier in his career?
1: Uh, so I'm going to answer your, your question first of all before I yeah. go into my, my take on origins. Is actually I did get that feeling, and uh, so, a lot of it was you know the way the game was put together and how the storyline was working and things that were happening to Batman along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it was just in fact they got a voice actor who just sounds like a younger Batman than yeah. uh, than Kevin Conroy. Uh, now my impression of the game, and, and this is I'm I guess I'm one of the fortunate ones because I didn't experience. Um, all the bugs that a lot of other people did and I guess you can just credit luck of the draw to that one Hmm. Um, I also and I now I played the game and I get admittedly it's been a while since I played Arkham City or Arkham Asylum but I I didn't pick up any shortcomings in in the combo system I was actually uh, I kind of got right back into it and it was it kind of just felt very natural to me so if if there was something in there, it was kind of it, it was it had been enough time between when I'd played Arkham City and Arkham Origins that I didn't pick up on it, and I I found myself actually quite liking Arkham Origins. Now I don't like it better than Arkham Asylum or Arkham City, but I still quite like it and. Yeah. Now, for the people who experience the bugs, I totally get it. When you say, like, it ruined the experience for me because there was game-breaking bugs, I right, understood. And those are frustrating, and those would definitely ruin the game experience for me. But I also want to point out that I I think we're living in a certain age, and it just this is how much things have changed. That now we release Arkham Origins, and people are now saying, like, well, this Arkham game wasn't, you know, this Batman game I'm playing wasn't quite as awesome as the other ones, and I don't <laughs> like
0: that. Expectations have been raised. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know what I mean? Like, I played Dark Tomorrow, all right? So <laughs> Origins was, was a cakewalk next to trying to to trudge through to Dark Tomorrow and Batman Vengeance and Rise of Sun Tzu and, and the Batman Begins movie tie-in. Like, trust me, I have played some oh, bad God, Batman games.
0: That
1: <laughs> so, you know, Ark of Origins was nowhere near as hard as that was. And so given that I have maybe a little bit more perspective and – I shouldn't say that because that kind of sounds condescending. I'm not going to say more perspective, but I think probably a fresher in my mind perspective, I guess, of how bad things were. And it just—it always kind of felt like I'm not going to be down on Arkham Origins for not being as great as the other Batman games because I still liked it quite a bit. Yeah.
0: Can I ask? Uh, I, I always, I always ask this when it's a game that has a lot of secrets and stuff. Did either of you spend nearly as much time with Origins doing sort of side quests and secrets and r- riddles and stuff as you did with the previous two? So let me tell you a story about this. Jeff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I uh, I was playing Origins, and I was doing what I did in every other Arkham game. I was going through and trying to clear out every... Uh I not Riddler trophy, I guess they were Enigma data packets or whatever it was you were collecting in it. Yeah. And I was going through and doing all that stuff and tried to get as much as I possibly could. And I was towards the end of the game and I think I had like somewhere <laughs> in the ninety to ninety-five percent completion and then I got the yellow light of death.
0: Oh no, I remember this. <laughs> your PS3. Which
1: eradicated all of my saved game data. And in fact, locked my disc inside the PS3. I had to buy another Arkham Origins, oh, and so, no. uh, so second playthrough. Uh, no, I did not spend nearly as much time going through all the fa- secrets. In fact, I, I basically, <sighs> I only got what was like physically in my path between point A to point B in the story <laughs> missions. And then once that was done, I said, "Nope, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to go collect those again. I'll just I will go to YouTube and watch somebody solve the Riddler puzzles." <laughs> and that's what I did.
0: How about you, Goose? I'm assuming it, your system didn't go tits up in the middle of the game. Did you do as many nooks and crannies as uh, as you did in the others?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. I always try to get as much as I can. Now, honestly, I've never hundred percented any of them, to be perfectly honest. But I've come damn close.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, there but for the grace of God goes anyone that wants to do hundred percent in an Arkham game. Because my goodness, there's a lot there, particularly in City. I those I, the... I did a
1: hundred percent in uh, Arkham Asylum. You
0: did, yeah. Actually, I suppose Asylum's a yep. bit more straightforward in that it's you know not as far, and you can do a lot after you've quote unquote beat the game, right? Right. You, yeah. I mean, you can
1: do anything after you beat the game. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I found the VR missions in a uh, city to be just mind-bogglingly stupid, and I wouldn't touch them. So, right there, I was never. I
2: gonna... did enough to get the little super grapple, and then. That oh, was... Yeah,
0: I. I, never I even did got them
1: all, that. and I regret it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, that's an interesting perspective because uh, I mean I'm probably you know not going to go back and do it short of seeing it on a sale or something. But uh, yeah, I, I I heard a lot of complaints about it. But yeah, I guess you're right, Greg. A lot of it just has to do with raised expectations. Um, yeah, I honestly thought more of it had to do with bugs, but maybe uh, maybe that was uh, not as big a factor as I thought. And yeah,
1: I, yeah, now I hear a lot of people had some really terrible bugs, and I I've mm. heard lots of nonstop talk. And like I said, if that's if that was your experience, I totally get it. But yeah. I. I don't know if it's maybe certain versions had one or certain pressings had some and others didn't. I couldn't tell you, but I just – I didn't – well, I, I'm not going to say it was bug-free and it wasn't as clean as Asylum and City were. Uh, Arkham Origins was not as buggy to me as I had maybe been led to believe by other people's experiences.
2: Yeah, yeah now I never ran across anything that was breaking myself. Yeah. I had heard of it, but I hadn't seen it myself. Mm. I feel like the problem, like both of you have said, I think the problem was people's expectations were like at 11. So, a, yeah. so a game that came, even a game that's at an eight yeah. is still not 11. So yeah. people aren't going to like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it'd be remiss of Oh, before we get to Arkham Knight, uh, Side franchise games. Um, Goose, have you played any of the other the, the mobile stuff, the the handheld stuff, Blackgate, anything no. like that? Well, then, no, Greg, no. I guess this is uh, your <laughs> opportunity because I know for a fact that you've played. Is it the Blackgate game?
1: I've I've played Blackgate a little bit, and I played uh, the Arkham Origins mobile, and uh. I'm familiar with the Arkham City mobile, though I never played it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're not missing much.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: There, there, I, that's that's all I have to say. We don't need to spend a <laughs> lot no time. Yeah. You're not missing much. You, just just stick to the tried and true path, you know? Yeah. Forget Robert Frost. You take the road most traveled. <laughs> and that's what's going to make all the difference yeah. here.
0: When, when I did my research for this game, I realized there were even more side ones than I thought. And I, was, and I just thought, well, hmm. I, I, given that I haven't heard of some of these, that probably doesn't speak much to their quality. Yeah.
1: If, if you're a psycho like me who will buy it because it's got Batman's name on it, then have at it, Haas. But if, if you <laughs> if you just want to play a good Batman game, just, just stick with the tried and true.
0: <laughs> Well, uh, it would be remiss of us not to uh, you know give ourselves over to a bit of speculation about Arkham Knight, which uh, is if if things are to be believed, coming out in uh, June, not far away, um, having been delayed at least eight months, if mm-hmm. not longer. Yes. Um, I don't know whether I, this is accurate, but I was hearing October 25th, uh, 2014 originally, uh, and that obviously didn't happen. Now, apart from the fact that this, there's this new Arkham Knight hero slash villain, do we even know whether to call him hero anti-hero villain at this point um,
1: i think villain is safe he, he does have an army of drones that are attacking gotham city i think
0: uh okay all right yeah, I,
1: that's pretty safe to say I, well i stage. just
0: wasn't sure if it'll turn out to be a a, a heroic character underneath the, the mask in the end and you know there's a there's a lot of people that have different ideas about who it could be including that joker uh, idea which i hope to god it isn't
1: that i better not be oh, i really hope it's <laughs> that not That will
0: be super lame um uh, and the driving is another big thing, which I'm—I ex- have to admit, I'm excited about. I've, I'm hearing some people worried that that's going to ruin the game. I have, i don't know about you guys. I got faith in Rocksteady. They've pulled off everything else to this point, including Catwoman as DLC. Which, when I first heard about that, was like, huh? But it really worked. It was different enough from Batman to be enjoyable and added something that was worthwhile. Uh, why couldn't we believe that the car will be well done? I mean, are you? Do you have any worries about? The, the driving sequences, goose, or does, does it seem pretty cool to you?
2: I think Rocksteady has proven that we should definitely give them the benefit of the doubt, and I personally think it's going to work. From what I've seen, and from what I've seen in the trailers. Now, granted, it's trailer, so it could be complete BS, but yeah. it looks good. Yeah,
0: I mean, Greg, Greg I, I'm sure you had my reaction to the first time the car appeared and smashed into a bunch of dudes in. I was it Asylum that he did that, where he got the bat. No, hold yeah. on.
1: There, there was a a point in Asylum where he used the uh, the car to smash into Bane, and uh, there was, yeah, and there was. There's definitely a, a part of me that kind of, you know, wants to be in the car. I should say, you know, I mean, if you've played a Batman game, you at some point in time you've sat there and thought to yourself, "Man, I wish I could be in the Batmobile." Yeah. I mean, I've I've played Grand Theft Auto games and just thought, man, I wish I could be in the Batmobile. <laughs> so when you're actually Batman, well, you're, I'm hearing a you're lot one about, step
0: closer. I'm hearing a lot about the modding community, so you might get your wish yeah. eventually.
1: So I, I I'm excited, and and the thing that you know really makes me kind of excited and and kind of nervous at the same time is because they 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 preach that you know. The the area you're going to have in Arkham Knight is going to be huge, and I think they said five times as big as, as Arkham City. Yeah, wow. But I could get around Arkham City pretty quick with just my cape, and that's yeah. what kind of got... So you get a car. It feels like, is this is this going to feel too small if I have this car that can just go almost anywhere? Like, yeah. You know, if I can just drive from point A to point B, then I it made me a little bit nervous in terms of how big actually is this city, you know, because yeah. it's not... Because it's so dense, you can't make it, you know, Liberty City and Grand Theft Auto that that big and that size because you just – you're not going to be able to and then have all the stuff that Batman can interact with and and Mm -hmm. you're not going to have the same level of detail. And so I don't want them to sacrifice the level of detail, but it does make me a little bit nervous about how much – even though it's bigger, how much smaller it will feel since I actually have – uh, an effective mode of transportation through the city other than the grappling and the back gliding. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, I guess I've kind of thought of that as well, but um, I, I, it's, it's, it's occurred to me that there might be entire areas that they just design as being not passable to the car uh, but then yeah. that makes the driving area even smaller so i see your i see your point again but right. yeah no i i mean i'm i'm willing to give rocksteady the benefit of the doubt on just about anything uh including getting this arkham knight character right and not having him be the zombie joker inside yeah. the suit
1: <laughs> i have seen the whole let's bring out a unique a villain written just for this game play out before, and it was The Rise of Sun Tzu. Yeah. Sun Tzu or Sin Tzu. One of them is the famous artist and author of War, (laughs) and one of them was the guy who's playing off of that guy to be the Batman villain, and that was in, I think it was, yeah, Rise of Sin Tzu was the game. So, I get a little nervous because maybe I'm thinking, all right, so I've seen this play out before in a way that wasn't actually very good. And, I mean, it all comes down to if you try to make the character and you try to make him somebody that we know, then we feel like it's a cop out, like he wasn't actually a unique character. But then if you do make this guy who's a unique character, who's like standing up into Batman and like, you know, is is shoulder to shoulder with all of the rogues that are have been around since decades and that are like very – Iconic. Then it feels like okay, but who's this guy?
0: Yeah,
1: you know he doesn't deserve to be. So it's it's extremely dangerous. And I really think the only way around it is Arkham Knight has to be Sinzu. <laughs> I think I think that's that's the way to go. <laughs>
0: you heard it here first. Yeah. It right, feels like right.
2: that the Arkham Knight they're trying to make Batman's dark half. It's like he is what Batman would be if he didn't care about innocent lives. If he didn't become a hero, he would become this thing. So if they make it someone who's already established, I feel like we're going to feel like this is just them trying to go for a twist. But to Greg's point, who is this guy who can go toe to toe with Batman? They've got to have someone who we buy. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just going to be the Red Hood all over
0: again. And, and that narrows the list of who it could possibly be. And then, you know, it uh, it will at the end of the game, presumably, when he's unmasked, undo some of the the work, so to speak. Now, am I correct? that the scarecrow is also going to be playing a very big role in terms of a major villain in this too like i i i've seen him featured in more than a few trailers so is that is am i right there like is, is he, is he. yeah also, i think uh, i think that's the, the intention
1: yeah i mean he was well the scarecrow didn't play a part almost at all in in arkham city mm-hmm. he uh He most definitely had a presence. There was a lot of Easter eggs for him. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was, I think, a barge that you could sneak into that wasn't readily obvious how to get onto it, but you could see, like, his experimentations. Yeah. And, you know, like, fear is coming. And then there were some, like, some radio channels you could hack into that would, like, give you numbers that you could decode, and they would be, you know, him trying to to foreshadow uh, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight, yeah. So I, I would think yes but then you know we also thought that like dr hugo strange was going to be a really really major part of arkham city and i mean in the grand scheme of things he he didn't really play that big of a part and you know again let's go back to arkham origins we all thought deathstroke was going to be an extremely focused character and play a large part in that and he would he showed up for the first boss fight he got defeated and then he didn't show up for the rest of the game (laughs) except for the stinger at the end of the at the end of the the credits he did show up for that when he got recruited to the suicide squad
0: well uh yeah and 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 I've been as much as I wanted to cover this on the podcast. I've I've been staying away from coverage as much as possible because I do want this to be a surprise for me. I I had a lot of the last two spoiled for me ahead of time and I would like to to enjoy this one fresh but uh, of what you've seen and without getting into pseudos well how can you spoil a game that isn't out yet <laughs> uh without, without g- going into too much detail uh, I'll, I'll start with you Goose. Is there what's the number one thing you're looking forward to in in arkham knight like wh- what's what's got you most interested of what you've seen so far demos or interviews or or whatnot
2: personally what i'm looking forward to see is, first of all, with Batman himself to see how the character has moved from where we left him at the end of Harley Quinn's Revenge to where we are now. Because he was pretty down the dumps yeah. by the end of that one. Which is something that I didn't touch when we were talking about it earlier. But I did actually like, I do like the fact that even though it was the Joker, yeah. it still bums him out that he lost someone on the job.
0: Yeah. I do. It's as I do close like as he
2: had fact. to a
1: best friend.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, how creepy was that whole when Joker was singing only you over the end credits to Arkham City and then started crying?
0: One of my favorite uh, video game credit sequences ever. Like, it's just <laughs> and it was I, whoever's seriously. idea that was and Mark Hamill's execution are both <laughs> deserve a lot of credit. It, for I
1: mean, it, it really drove the point home. It's, it's that that part there made me shake my head and think, how did people not like this?
2: Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Um, I've heard people compare the ending of that game to the ending of another game, and I just look at them like, I, I don't know how to talk to you anymore.
0: <laughs> Have you got? Have you got a uh, my most uh, uh, you know number one sort of short list of stuff that you're really uh, clamoring for in Arkham Knight, Greg? The car. The car. Yeah, I kind of thought, I kind of thought you were gonna say that. Chicks dig
2: the car.
1: Yeah, man. The, the first thing I want to do is get in the car, <laughs> and secondly, Goose, don't quote Batman forever, man. <laughs> just don't. Yeah. All right, well, but just yeah, just it's a car. Too I many want to... questions. <laughs> yeah. I just want to get in the car.
0: Yeah. Let's just think, think our lucky stars that the car isn't DLC, or at least hasn't been, like, hived off behind. Yeah, DLC although little... skins of the car are going to be DLC. Yeah. Whatnot, and possibly but... racetracks, which I don't know what that means yet, but, you know, yeah. obviously they I mean, can't help now, themselves. <laughs> I don't
1: mind when they make challenge maps and racetracks into DLC because that's the kind of stuff where,
0: yeah,
1: yeah I don't care. Yeah. If, if you're into that sort of thing, you go ahead and pay your five bucks, sucker. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not going to.
0: Or wait for your Game of the Year edition, which we all know. Is going to be yeah. out in six to eight months, ten months anyway. So,
1: yeah, I mean they're they're really good about it. So, yeah, yeah. can I say?
0: Uh, yeah, no, I, the car is up there for me. But in all honesty, the number one thing that I'm looking forward to see is is uh, I would like to see uh, a trilogy of games, and I'm I, I'm obviously not including Origins in that trilogy. Um, Nobody is. I would like to see a trilogy of games that's been in the hands of a of a good. Developer and a, a developer that's respectful of the uh, of the source material conclude conclude on a satisfying note with a quality game. That's what I'd like to see <laughs> because yeah. it's something you don't see. Very... You, you, it's, don't, it's you don't. It's near see... impossible. It really well, is. Y- you don't see the quality and you don't see the end. The conclusion you see the go on forever until it becomes <laughs> you know, yeah. watered down and just And I, I believe death. they can do it,
1: you know, because we saw them kill the Joker. Once you know that like you, oh, the Joker yeah. isn't safe, nobody's safe. Batman yeah. could die at the end of this game.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, it's just it's been so long since I saw a, um, a series that had a, a plan sort of a planned start middle and, and I'm not suggesting they had everything mapped out completely, but just the fact that we're seeing a series in the same hands carrying forward from start to finish that that's actually gonna like be a good enjoyable arc. Uh, that's not done very often. Most, o- more often than not, they're just dragged out forever and whether or not they fit as a cohesive whole is an afterthought. And, uh, our, uh, is showing with the first two, at least that it's possible to do that. And it's still possible to do all the shitty things that, you know, uh, Uh, publishers do by tacking on a lot of stuff and and uh, and adding a lot of fluff to it as well but but having the game survive all that uh and and still you know stand alone um jeff can
1: i add one more thing sure what i kind of want to play is uh there's there's been a lot of talk uh very recently in terms of when we recorded recently um of there's going to be instances where it's going to be batman and some of his allies like fighting at the same time on the same map and you can jump from ally to ally and do like yeah. merged combos and stuff like that yeah. and well i don't know if i'm going to like that i really do want to get my hands on that and it would be fun to actually you know be able to jump from batman then to nightwing yeah speaking of daredevil if they ever wanted to make the daredevil game you basically have the model and the engine right there just yeah. grab nightwing and use them oh it's yeah literally yeah. the same yeah. um so there you go. I already they rock steady yeah. Warner Brothers. Not that Warner's going to come up to a deal with Marvel, but s- seriously, yeah. I just it's a million dollar idea I just gave yeah. you. Yeah. Uh I just I want to be able to do that. And uh I think Catwoman's mm-hmm. in there too, so that'd be fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh even if I'm not 100% convinced it's going to work, I'm really curious to see and you know par- partly because of, you know, how much I've enjoyed the mechanics that they've uh, you know put in the previous games. Um well, I might I might end on just a couple of favorites. Uh, What were your favorite games of the series so far? For me, it was Arkham Asylum. It was my first of the the series, obviously, and uh, I just found it was the tightest in terms of the writing, and it just, you know, it had the... It just flowed the best for me. It, it, there weren't really any slow parts. It was the right length, and I enjoyed you know you know picking it to, to pieces and, and finding everything. Uh, Greg, you I think you mentioned earlier it was your favorite too. Is it for different reasons or? It,
1: it was. I I think. I I like open world games and I liked Arkham City, but I think when you have a game that's in the Metroidvania style, Mm -hmm. uh, the game designers have uh, a better opportunity to be able to sort of shape the gaming experience and kind of shape what you see and when you see it and how you're presented with things uh, in a way that you just maybe didn't see as much with Arkham City because you, you, you weren't able to. It's an open world game. You were all over the place doing different things and so it was much more challenging and so you maybe didn't see it as much. Yeah. And whereas with Arkham Asylum, they were—it was a very controlled environment, and it was very controlled expansion, and so it just felt like everything kept rising up and up, and the ante kept being upped and unupped in front of you. Whereas you start Arkham City was kind of like, whoa, here's this big city, like it's literally a city that just felt a little daunting. So I, I liked. Uh, Arkham Asylum, and plus Arkham Asylum broke a streak that had lasted for two full generations of not having a good Batman game, <laughs> so it's very hard to not have a, a firm place in my heart, if not just for that, that was the game that, that broke the curse Yeah,
0: How about you Goose, uh, what, what what's the most been the most enjoyable for you, and we might have to revise this uh, in a few months, but <laughs> what, what's been your most uh, your favorite in the Ark, Batman Arkham series uh, thus far?
2: I have to agree with you too my personal favorite is Arkham Asylum Reason being is I feel like Arkham Asylum felt more, for lack of a better word, alive. Mm. Whereas with Arkham City, there were certain areas where it felt like you were doing something for sake of it being an open world. Like how many times did we come across the same person being beaten up by the thug because they didn't get him either food or (laughs) cigarettes or whatever? It's like, like, for God's sake, are you getting beaten up again?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or let's also look at how many times in the course of Arkham City... Did you just fall onto a bunch of guys who are honestly just serving their time in prison for all intents and purposes? And you're like, "All right, I'm gonna just put all you guys in traction and break your bones and crack your jaws now, just because, just because I'm Batman and this yeah. is a prison." And like, yeah. you know, you know, Batman, they're they're in prison. This is yeah. They were sentenced here, you know. They're just trying to serve their time. Do you have to just kill everybody that you see? You know, I, I,
0: I love really the need, fact that I really the guards... need the XP for my next uh, ability, yeah. so I'm just gonna beat these guys. <laughs> yeah,
2: I do love the fact that the guards see Batman. This is a guy who's literally gone toe to toe with freaking Dark Side, and they're like, "I got a metal pipe. I got this." Like, <laughs> yeah. Hell no! You would be running so hard away, you would probably yeah. fall down from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, honestly, every time Batman just hits ground level. Every Everyone should scatter. (laughs) the idea that they all come at him and then the idea that batman just like oh you you were sitting and warming your hands next to a barrel of fire so i'm gonna have to break your skull and give you a brain hemorrhage
0: you bring up another thing that arkham did better uh, arkham asylum did better in the sequences where there were multiple bad guys in a room and it was like a scenario of taking them out one by one ideally you would see them get more freaked (laughs) as time went on you know probably the last
2: guy just in the corner crying please don't don't hurt me or or like just shooting his
0: gun randomly and stuff like that too like, yeah yeah they reacted with a bit more uh fear i think in the first game um maybe maybe it's because they were claustrophobic maybe <laughs> maybe that's why
2: yeah um everybody on arkham city's on meth man that's what it is <laughs> they're all jacked up <laughs> uh and and lastly uh
0: and i i uh i'm glad i got to this because I've been, I've been thinking about this for a while i've kind of tossed back and forth on this I'll start with you greg for you for which character in the arkham series at least thus far stands out the most to you which character shines the most for you either is one that didn't for you previously or was just a favorite that has been reaffirmed as your favorite or uh which just came out of left field for you like who's who's the character that that's you know just stands above the rest in in terms of uh i don't know their performance or what you know the way they're portrayed in this series
1: wow that's a that's a good question i guess it's hard for me to answer that because I'm so familiar with the backstories of people that I bring my own baggage with me mm. and, and apply it to them ahead of time. But I guess I uh, I would – now, it, I'm a, I'm going to exclude Batman. Yeah. Because I just feel like if you just say Batman, then that's not really all that fair.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so excluding Batman, I have to say I – over the course of the series, I, I, I think I like Catwoman. In Arkham City, like just being able to play as her mm-hmm. and kind of see like her perspective, like I kind of learned a new appreciation for for Catwoman that, you know, I I can't say I didn't have. I've read you know a lot of Catwoman too, but I I just. I didn't think I was going to be able to get behind playing as Catwoman, and as it turns out, I was dead wrong. I could yeah. get behind playing as I could play a Catwoman game, yeah. and I'm not talking about the Catwoman movie <laughs> tie-in game,
0: <laughs> oh, no. God, no, no, which
1: I also play and own. But I'm oh. talking like an actual Catwoman game made by Rocksteady, which I I don't I can't believe they haven't gotten on top of they they have all the stuff to make one, just yeah. make one, you know?
0: Yeah. But, they could do it. They could just be uh, one heist after another if, yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to be. Uh, how, how about you, Goose? Who's, uh, what, what character is your standout for this uh,
2: series? I actually have the same as Greg, Catwoman. Main reason is because up until then, most people who maybe didn't know about comics, who just focused on, for example, movies, all they knew of Catwoman was Batman Returns. And good movie. If they were lucky, yeah. Yeah, good movie, but yeah, oh God, I hope no one gets into it with the other yeah. one. But it was nice to see Catwoman as she is in the comic books portrayed in another media where you don't see that very often. You either get the what the hell were they thinking, Halle Berry version, <laughs> or you get the um, Batman Returns, whereas this one felt more like it was the Catwoman we've all read in the comics. Yeah. Um, and it was nice to see her give a, get a little bit of fleshed out. I like the little touches, like the fact that her apartment is in Arkham City, I kind of yeah. like that. I like that, you know. I also do like the fact that even though the guards are talking smack, she just still beats the crap out of them just like Batman does. Yeah. Personally, I found that – I was, honestly, I was better at playing as Catwoman than I was as Batman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In combat, I was actually a lot better as Catwoman than Batman.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Um, for me, I mean, I, I was um, pretty quick to, to, to say Joker to myself originally, and that's partly because I've never seen the animated series. So Mark Hamill's portrayal of Joker, while I love it, I didn't have any pri- prior exposure to that. Um, I, I get why people were, are, are upset that he's kind of, you know, leaving it behind because, I mean, he's probably the definitive Joker, really. Uh, and that's no disrespect to... Uh, uh, Oh, the, the 60s who's the guy in the 60s Cesar Romero Cesar Romero or uh <laughs> by the way Cesar
1: Romero still my favorite Joker yeah.
0: or Jack Nicholson because <laughs> uh, they 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 both you know did very uh memorable and powerful uh, takes and and you know Heath Heath Ledger as well a very mm-hmm. different uh very real uh, realistic is that the word for it I guess I would uh, say
1: grounded grounded
0: yes yeah. less less comic booky uh right. version of the of the Joker but um uh, for me, honestly, in, in terms of a, of a character that I didn't really have any appreciation for previously, it was the Penguin. Uh, I despise the Penguin from the uh, Batman Returns. As and, do we all. Uh, not even Everyone really does. knowing very much about the character at all, but knowing instinctively how wrong and messed up <laughs> it was, and how completely unrelated it was to the the one in the uh, in the comics. Um, i I've only read a handful of comics where Penguin features um, prominently. But I, I, from what I understand, the portrayal in in the Arkham series is is far closer to that sort of comic level, and and I have to say I quite like it. You know, he's a gangster. Um he's uh he's you know you can actually buy that he's dangerous and uh double crosser and all that instead of just being a kind of a throwaway comic uh, uh comic comic villain i guess uh you can actually buy that he's uh you know he's uh i've always heard that he's one of the big batman villains in fact I've, I've heard some people say that he's like you know one peg down from the joker really but i've never yeah i've never witnessed that previously i can kind of buy that based on uh, his, his appearances in, uh, in the Arkham series. And I'm, I'm hoping that he's there, uh, with bells on in, in Arkham Knight as well, because I, I think that, uh, you know, mob boss gangster type, um, character is, uh, is, is interesting and, and far better than anything that I've seen, certainly in the, in the movies. <laughs> um, well thanks guys uh i I, uh, I i knew that uh we needed a couple of really dedicated fans to give this uh series the uh the, the treatment that it deserved and you certainly fit the bill and given that uh arkham knight is uh you know i um, what a month away or less than a month away now it yeah. was certainly timely that we hit it we've been talking about about it for probably <laughs> since the site started <laughs> we've yeah. been bringing up doing this series yeah uh so it's long overdue i'll um uh, I'll get to my high score quiz, which, as always, is tied to the topic at hand, and this time tied specifically to Batman Arkham Asylum. Multiple choice, and I will start with you, Goose. Uh, How many Riddler trophies are there in Arkham Asylum? Your choices are A, 240, B, 260, or C, 280. What do you think? I'd say 240. 240. 240. And what do you reckon, Greg? 240, 260, or
1: 280? I I got to be honest with you, 240 sounds right. Mm-hmm. It's been a while, but two, it, 240 just sounds right. I'm going to go with 240.
0: 240. You are both right. Yes, 240. Yeah. And, and oddly enough, uh, I, I the only reason I thought about this is because apparently it was announced that Arkham Knight has fewer than Arkham City, which... I, some people got their back up about it and I was like I thought Arkham City had way too many <laughs> oh way way too <laughs> so many. I'm happy to see night come down to a reasonable oh, yeah. amount
1: now how many of you like when, when you were playing Arkham City did one of those where you just looked across and you just saw question marks everywhere oh yeah yeah over- and it just you're like seriously over yeah
0: over one another <laughs> in some cases like oh, it, yeah, yeah it, it was a bit much uh, in, in Arkham Asylum I found it uh, clever and, and fun and in in night it it night in city it went too far and and some of yeah. those ones where you had to like get it up into the air and then not touch the ground and stuff like that in the right order were just ugh.
1: yeah there was a couple where you like uh, had to do this special nose dive in order to get it and uh, then not yeah it was yeah. frustrating more than it was yeah. fun and there was just too many oh, way look, too many
0: oh look batman has to dive it's really batman hard is. to make the bell go off <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah oh uh, yeah. No, they they milked that way way too much. Uh, and the fact that they were all spaced out from one another, I, I mean, there were a lot clustered together. But like, sometimes you found that you were, you know, just literally touring the map doing them. And I, mm-hmm. I, I like you guys. I did enough to be able to beat the crap out of Enigma, and then I was like, enough. Yep. That I, was I, all I, I did. Tap out. <laughs> never,
1: never looked back after that.
0: <laughs> Uh, And I'll make my old school recommendation, and I kind of struggled with uh, with something, and then I thought, all right, well, why not just you know, what was the comic book based game that was my favorite prior to uh, the Arkham series coming along? And for me, that hands down. And I'm not including any Ninja Turtles games, because for me, Ninja Turtles has never been a comic strip. I realize it actually is, (laughs) but for me, it was always a cartoon, and that's why I associate those games with the cartoon, not the comic strip. Uh, In fact, have they ever made a video game of Turtles that was based on the comic strip? I I guess they haven't. It was always
1: the sort of art style. I think they Uh, did 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 at one point in time. Yeah, but I am drawing a blank. I seem to remember somebody saying this was gonna, some game was coming out uh, within the last five years that was gonna be more based off the comic book than than the the cartoons or the movies or anything, but I'm drawing a total blank. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Anyway, for me, if you rule out Ninja Turtles, because I did like quite a few of the Ninja Turtles games, like Turtles in Time, for example, but for me, hands Classic. down, my favorite comic book game uh, base game prior to the Arkham series was X-Men Children of the Atom, uh, which, uh, mm-hmm. and I don't know, are, are either of you familiar with it? It's a Capcom game. It's a fighting yeah, game.
1: Yeah, no, I'm right? familiar with it. Yeah. Uh, really?
0: Oh, I, I love that game. Uh, I really? Mean, I, but then I'm a fighting wow. game fan, so if you don't okay, like that okay. genre, you're not going to sure. like this game. All I mean, right, for, then. For yeah. somebody... I mean, I, I enjoyed Street Fighter, and, you know, I, I played the crap out of Street Fighter 2 and all the iterations otherwise, and I grew to quite like the Darkstalkers Vampire series, which was just basically that mechanic, but, you know, some additional things added to it and monsters. Um, X-Men Children of the Atom was basically, a you know, a Street Fighter-based game, but with, you know, mutants. The X-Men versus... Uh, evil mutants and it for you know somebody who had only played the previous you know Street Fighter games at that time, it added a lot to the game. Uh, s- super jumping, um, certain um, counters and stuff were added, it had a breakable uh, floors and stuff. And, you know The stages and the backgrounds were, you know, the artwork for the time was just great. Um, the cast of characters was great. They actually used uh, voices from the animated X-Men series, which I really like that touch. Uh, you know, actual Wolverine, the actual uh, um Voice of Scotts of uh, Scott Summers of Cyclops. Uh, I like that touch. Um, I, I played the crap out of it in the arcade, and it was later ported to PC, PlayStation, Sega Saturn, everything else. And I think it's downloadable versions are definitely available if you wanted to try it out. Um, people, a lot of people might not be aware that it's the genesis of all the versus games that exist uh, today. All the all the subsequent games where Capcom and Marvel cross over that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the X Men: Child of the Atom game. Um, I don't know whose idea. It was whether I whether it was Marvel that went to Capcom or vice versa but uh, uh, there's been a lot of uh, there's <laughs> definitely been a lot of ground and a lot of money made on that concept since then, and th- that was sort of the starting point. Um, I-, I really liked all the characters, too. I mean, uh, I-, I got to the point where I was able to play with just about anyone in the game. It was, you know, Omega Red was great to play with. I barely knew the character Omega Red before the game. And Magneto was fun. Um, Juggernaut was great fun. Um all the X Men were were really kind of cool. Storm was a little bit boring, um, but yeah, for for someone, I, I'm a fighting well, game. What afic- else is new? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. She's she's always been boring. I'm a fighting game aficionado, and uh, I you know really really appreciated the depth of the game. And as as somebody who you know appreciates you know games when they're well balanced, uh, it it uh, quite like that game a lot. Uh, but you know I understand for people who don't like fighting games, you know this probably not much more there than a a typical street fighter game to to attract you. But for me, that, that combination of fighting game and comics was just, uh, it it was, uh, you know, I, I couldn't pass it up. I, the moment I was able to get my hands on a port, I, uh, I grabbed it. I actually bought a specific Capcom controller with six buttons on it to be able to play this game. That's how much I wanted to play it. So, uh, pretty serious fan. Um, thanks again, guys. Yeah. yeah, Hey, Jeff, Jeff, I,
1: I actually have an old school recommendation. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say it again. Uh, if you have not played the Super Nintendo version oh, of, yeah. of Batman Returns, yeah. I think you absolutely owe it to yourself to, to go back and play. It's got to be the Super Nintendo one. The, the, they were... Versions across all the all the different systems, yeah. and uh, the other ones weren't as good. The Super mm. Nintendo one was was great. Um, it had music that was adapted from Danny Elfman's score. Uh, <laughs> the controls were tight. It was a really fun beat 'em up style. Interactive backgrounds. Uh, Batmobile level. Um, easily one of one of the best Batman games of all time until the Arkham series came around. Mm. And uh, also, I think Electronic Gaming Monthly said it was the best licensed game of 1992. So. Mm. I mean, it's, it was it was everything you'd want from a Batman game. Uh, and I, I highly recommend to people, yeah. if you have, like, you know, one of those old retro systems, uh, go searching on eBay, find a copy of this game, play it, you won't regret it.
0: Yeah, I was going to recommend Batman NES, but that seems like an obvious choice. I mean, that's on a lot of people's lists of, of yeah. favorite NES games. And that was a great, great game set, sorely lacking in driving sequences. But, uh, yeah. you know, for, particularly mm-hmm. for me, who was a big fan of Ninja Gaiden, uh, oh yeah! Oh uh, wow!
1: Yeah, it was a lot like Ninja Gaiden, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: it was. Yeah, and it and it, uh, and difficult, <laughs> like Ninja Very Gaiden, very too, hard, man. I've I've oh, yes. never
1: met a person who beat the Joker, and I yeah. I remember putting in a lot of time trying yeah. to beat the Joker, both when it came out and later as an adult trying to play it again. I yeah. um, also have to say that the uh, NES Batman game, uh, the level one music, is still is probably my favorite game yeah. music from anything I've ever played.
0: Yeah, I I have to agree. the The music for that game, considering there is not a single note of any license music in yeah. it is excellent.
2: Excellent. I am actually proud to be able to say that I beat it within two months of owning it. Well, wow. you,
0: so you beat
1: the Joker?
2: Yes, I did. You, wow. you are the first now person have, I've met. I have I'm, never I'm been clapping. able to do it again. <laughs> I've only been uh, able to do it once. I, I right, watched.
0: I watched Angry Video Game Nerd do it, but he, j- you know, just about had a heart attack <laughs> trying yeah. to beat. Yeah, the Joker, it so. is.
2: It is without question one of the hardest things you can do in a freaking game. Mm. Of course, that does lead. One thing I love best about that. Spoilers, if you aren't alive is <laughs> unlike unlike the movie where the Joker gets hooked on the thing and falls off in the game Batman just straight up punches him off the roof <laughs> wow now that's well, a controversial ending I love that yeah
0: well
1: in, in in the movies Batman wasn't nearly as averse to killing as he was in, in the comic books he, yeah. oh
2: yeah I mean look at Batman Returns he just takes the bomb and throws the dude off the thing we know he died <laughs> yeah
1: mean I mean th- I mean, he he straight up just went into the Axis Chemical Factory and just dropped bombs
0: and then just yeah
2: I, mean, yeah, I mean Batman, he's, he's got no fucks to give as far as killing those, these things. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you guys. Um, that that uh, this was probably an uh, if there was going to be a supersized episode of Point Streak, the Arkham series was where it deserved to be. So, as we approach the uh, eighty-minute mark, uh, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll remind you that our Twitter feed is at Enthusiacs and our YouTube channel, where all our video content, including I believe at least one, if not two, of the Arkham game let's plays. Uh, Reside. Yeah, um, uh,
1: three of them, actually. I think we've 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 done. Origins oh, okay. and City and Asylum.
0: Well, look for uh, – I mean, Axon is usually pretty good at getting stuff early on, which is why I'm very rarely able, able to watch his videos until months later. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, expect to see him cover that. Um, I mean, he's a huge Batman fan too, and uh, I'm actually kind of sad that we couldn't get him on tonight. But um, our email address, for, uh, mailbag for the podcast is pointstreak at enthusiastscom if you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions – uh, thanks again to my guests, uh, Greg and Goose. Um, and uh, join us again next time for another edition of Point Streak. Thanks, guys. Arkham Knight
1: is Sinsu.